This episode, Christy Mitchell has a simple strategy for marketing. It was recorded May 6th, 2022. I've attended several of Christy's marketing masterclasses, and I've always been amazed by how intelligible, lucid, straightforward, uncomplicated, and understandable Christy makes marketing. And I really appreciate that, and I thought you might too. If after this episode you want to hear more from Christy, I've included a link in the show notes to an episode I did with her in February 2022 on our Imagine Podcasting show, and it was episode three titled, How to Create Strategic Marketing Order from Chaos. Now for Christy, who's ready to blast off. Is that what you just said? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, we're recording, and I am with Christy Mitchell again. And I say again because she was on episode three on Imagine Podcasting. But I'm going to move her over to this channel, which is whathasmyattention.com, specifically women in strong leadership. That would be Christy. Christy, welcome. Thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate it. Yeah. I love talking with you. Actually, what I really love is listening to you. And I've, yeah, I've been on two of your masterminds and so impressed because the value you give in a short 30 minutes is unbelievably amazing. Thank you. I'm a fast talker, so I fit a lot in. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you have as much time today as you would like. And uh, we decided that the topic, I said, Christy, what do you want to talk about? And you said, a simple strategy for marketing. Yes. And I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear how simple this could be. So why don't you just, the floor is yours, essentially. I'll probably ask questions, but go awesome. ahead. And you can certainly talk about your experience, sorry, um, in corporate if you want, but what, whatever. Sure. Yeah, a high-level overview. I spent eight years in higher ed, which was more like working for a corporation. It was a big institution working for a college of business. And then I went on to work at a financial services company for a couple of years and then left and been doing my own thing ever since. So I celebrated my three-year anniversary earlier this year, and I've never looked back. I absolutely love it. My business has evolved a lot in that time, but now I focus mainly on strategy with solopreneurs and small business owners who are, you know, they're established. They've gotten to where they are a lot of times by referrals and word of mouth and maybe a little marketing here or there. But in order to really get to the next level in their business and reach those goals that they want to achieve, they understand and value the importance of marketing and they know that they really need to get a solid strategy in place. So that is where I come in, and that's where my marketing funnel framework comes in, and all of those fun little frameworks that I like to take my clients through that they really get a lot out of. It's really pretty simple, isn't it? Or it can be. Well, I was drawn to the strategy because to me it's more fun and it's more challenging, and I think what I came to realize is it's really, it's what people need because marketing feels so complicated and overwhelming and confusing that then they end up like frustrated and, you know, confused, not sure where to spend their time, what to focus on. And so I really like keeping it simple while also making sure that there is a cohesive strategy because if you're doing a bunch of things at the top of the funnel, which I can go into my funnel framework if you want me to, but there's nothing happening in the middle, how are you going to get clients at the bottom of the funnel? It just doesn't work that way. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's what I've been focusing on in my masterclass that you attended is my marketing funnel framework because it's so simple. And once I gave the presentation a couple of times and got feedback from people, they were just like blown away by how simple and effective it was. I was like, okay, I really need to like double down on this thing. Like people are really enjoying it, um, and getting a lot out of it. So yeah, the marketing funnel framework at the very top, the widest part of the funnel, that's your attract phase. So it's how are you getting in front of people? How are new people learning about you? Um, and then once they learn about you, that's not enough, right? You want to get their name and their email address, ideally. So that is the convert stage, which is the second level down. And then after you have that information, you can't just leave it sitting in your CRM or your email marketing platform somewhere. You have to use it. So you want to nurture people. So nurture is that kind of middle section. Um, and then closing the deal at the bottom of the funnel. And I'm not a sales coach or, or um, consultant by any means, but I like to talk to people, teach people in terms of how you can effectively do your marketing all along that makes closing that deal a bit easier at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So you do evaluations for businesses and small businesses as well, right? So it's, yeah. So one thing I wanted to actually, based on what you just said, it's like, I know there's a whole lot of people out there saying, oh, it's really simple. And, uh, you know, you can do this, you can do that and all the rest of it. But part of the problem is, is without having somebody like you, like a guide or, or having a coach, um, they're going to kind of make it up without any kind of guidance. And so what kind of, you know, you do a lot of analysis of what people already have. Is that right? I do. Yeah. So, um, in my, my biggest package that I do is, uh, a complete, audit really of everything you've been doing. So I like to look at all of the data. Um, If you are an established business owner and you've been kind of, you know, you have a website, maybe you've been doing some email marketing, you're probably on at least one social channel, if not more. Um, I like to look at the data for all of that. I run an SEO report, look at Google Analytics, look at data on each of the platforms that you're on and use that data to help inform what do you really need to be doing going forward. Um, Because I think a lot of times people don't know how to look at the data, don't think to look at the data, they're not really sure how to use the data in an effective way. And so I think that's a a big piece that I bring to the table for people is like, okay, let's look at your open rates and your click rates on your emails. Like, why is it this way? Why were they good? And now they're not so great. What is good even? Like a lot of times people don't even know what is a good open rate. Um, And so really diving into that data and helping to educate them on this is what you should be looking at. And here's, you know, you move these levers to, you know, influence those numbers and get the end result that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So what do people say about Christy Mitchell? People say, I'm trying to think. I went through a branding ex- um, experience a year ago, and I feel like I need to do it again because part of that exercise, um, the consultant that I used, she interviewed my my clients, and it was cool. It was awesome to, like, get that feedback. I, I hear from a lot of people that... I have like a calming, reassuring like approach to things and that after I explain it, it just takes away so much of that confusion and overwhelm that they've been sitting with as far as their marketing goes. And so I've gotten the feedback from people like, you you do such a good job explaining this in a way that I can understand. I I don't talk over people like, you know, I talk at, I talk to you at your level of like what you understand as far as marketing goes and um, I ask a lot of questions and I feel like I feel like one of the most common things I say is, does that make sense? Like, um, because I want to make sure that people are I mean, that's my goal really is to educate people and to 
teach them how to do it better. Um, it probably results in them feeling more a part of the whole thing. Yes, they they do feel more of a part of it. And I feel like they come out of it actually wanting to be a part of it. I think a lot of times people end up developing this unhealthy relationship with their own marketing. It's like, it's the it's the thing that always falls to the bottom of the list. Like they're just going to focus on their client work first. And marketing is like, well, if I get to it, I get to it. I really, I hate creating content. I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to do this. I don't know what to put in an email blast. Like I feel like people end up having this like, bad connotation with like the word marketing and I really kind of think it's my goal and mission to change that to make people really like I don't want to go so far as to say fall in love with marketing you don't need to love it that's why there's people like me I love it but to make it feel not so horrible to you and something that you do actually want to do because I'm showing you how to do it in an easier simpler more effective way than spinning your wheels trying to be in a hundred different places and not knowing, like, am I spending my time and energy in the right places? I don't know. That's another big piece that I bring to my clients is that clarity and focus. So what are some, do you feel are some of the common blind spots that you observe? I mean, what's like really common for a whole lot of people? I think what's common is people trying to be in too many places when it comes to social media. Um, and mm-hmm. really helping them. When we look at the data, it's like, okay, well, you, you could probably just focus on one or two channels instead of four or five. And I think a lot of times, I've said this before, like people, I feel like people need permission to stop doing things. When it comes to marketing, I feel like we, we're kind of always like, oh, well, there's this new thing and I got to start doing this on top of everything else. And now there's this new thing and I got to start doing that on top of everything else. And so we add and add and add and the only time we ever take away is if it just kind of falls to the wayside, but then you kind of are like spending some of your mental energy thinking like, oh shoot, I haven't done that in a while and I really need to. And so again, working with a consultant who can say, this is what you really need to focus on and just let the other stuff like go, at least for now. Maybe we'll add more back in, but let's get this to like a manageable workload for you so that you do have a cohesive funnel going. Okay. So what if uh, some, what if I came to you and I had, let's just say I had no email list and I had no social media and I was just starting up and I actually don't have a website and I don't even know who I am. I, I'm really good at what I do and I absolutely love what I do, but I just really don't know how to communicate it. So I will be honest with you, I would send you to a business strategy person and or a branding person first, Um, because I don't feel like it makes sense to invest in working with me until you have some basic building blocks in place that we can Mm. then build upon in order to create that funnel for you. Yep. And then once the blocks are put into place, then you can actually build the funnel or work with that. Yes. Yep. And I do like I started this year doing power hour sessions, which can be really helpful, especially for people who may be newer to business and don't have things that they're already doing marketing wise, um, where we just we go through my funnel framework one on one and really just talk about each stage of the funnel and what are you going to be doing it to make sure that you're addressing each stage. Um, And that's kind of giving you like a quick foundation to start working with. So what uh, what has your attention recently these days in this whole thing called marketing? 
there's a lot going on, isn't there? There's always a lot going on, which I think is why I like it. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, seriously, this is like for you to just, you can do anything you want. If you want to talk about hockey, we can do that. <laughs> or maybe country singing. My husband's really bummed he can't get tickets um, right now to Luke Combs. So <laughs> that's oh, high really? on his radar, but not on mine. Um, what has my attention? I think there are some really interesting things happening this year that I'm so thankful I'm a part of certain communities that I'm surrounded by other solopreneurs. And so I get the benefit of like bouncing ideas off of and um, just having that perspective, I think is really important because when you work by yourself, it can feel very lonely and isolating and like you get in your own head really quick. Um, And so one thing that really has my attention is I think just communities and the market this year is odd. And I'm thankful that I have these communities that I that I go to and I get information from and I commiserate with and share ideas with and all of that because it's very validating to hear from other people that things that sold last year are not selling this year. Um, And so I've been really focused on taking a hard look at that. I ended the year really strong last year with a bunch of people going through my marketing success roadmap, which was, you know, a a two to three month program. Um, And this year, people aren't wanting to commit to that. And so I'm looking at reworking my offerings and I'm structuring these VIP days and it's actually really exciting and I'm excited to give it a shot and see where it goes. Um, But I think that's one of the greatest joys and frustrations maybe in running your own business is like the possibilities are endless and things change all the time. And so you just kind of have to be in the know and keep thinking of how to innovate in your own business and meet the needs of the market. I'm doing the exact same thing, actually. Just kind of kind of looking at it. And uh, actually, I'm in the process of simplifying things for people, you know, to help them get yeah, help them get started podcasting because people just make it really complex. And I have some things I'm going to be talking about soon to make it really simple and affordable at the same time. That's awesome. So why not? Yeah. Because you know me, you have something of value to say. You do. That's why I love hearing from you. I really do. Oh, thank you. I always yeah. enjoy our conversations. I do too. One question I had about... Um, you know, clients in general is, is um, you may have alluded to it, but where do people really get stuck? Where do people really get stuck in their marketing? Is it, is it time? They just don't spend time doing it or lack of, lack of reaching out to somebody like you or, I mean, you know, from my perspective, you know, a lot of people just trip themselves up. At least I do. (laughs) Yeah, I think... It's hard to answer that question in a succinct way. I think that it really comes down to what I said before, like marketing is just so huge. Like there's so many things that fall under. I always talk about like, I feel like marketing is this huge umbrella and there's all Mm -hmm. of these things that fall underneath it, including social media and email marketing and a website and your logo and your branding, visual and wording. And like, there's all of these things when you're a solopreneur or a small business owner, you are not an expert in those things. You are an expert in your business. You're an expert in what you sell and the clients that you serve. And so how can you be expected to know and understand and navigate all of this 
stuff that falls under the marketing umbrella. Um, but I think a lot of times, especially solopreneurs, right? Like we're usually DIYers, we're bootstrappers. We're going to, we're going to teach ourselves and keep learning and keep trying to like do it ourselves as much as we can. And I think at a certain point, you just have to look at it and say, okay, when is now the time that I really need to get help with this so that I have a better plan and path forward so I don't keep spinning my wheels and keep spending all this time and energy and maybe budget dollars to all of these things without fully understanding how do those pieces fit together and how do they help me get clients at the end of the day. Awesome. All right. Anything else you want to cover? I actually want, you know, um, seriously, your mastermind, 30-minute masterminds are fabulous. How do people get in touch with you on that one? Yes, you can find that on my website. So go to christymitchell.com. It's K-R-I-S-T-I-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com. Um, and I have a resources tab on the top navigation. There's a bunch of stuff in there. So my masterclass is on there. Um, I have been running it every month. I'm changing things up a little bit. So depending on when the podcast airs, um, I would say just go to that resources tab and you'll see whatever I have cooking. For the month of May, I'm doing um, kind of a joint webinar with a website specialist. So we're going to talk about how do you use awesome. your website to support your funnel. Um, so I'm looking at um, also doing one with a sales coach. So how do you, how does marketing and sales go together? And so I have lots of lots of fun stuff coming. So check out the resources tab on my website. That's the best place. Well, you know I will. That's for sure. Yes, I can always count on you being there. So everybody reach out to Christy at christymitchell.com. And uh, thank you for being here. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm.